shout out to our sponsors at IconBet. Open source, decentralized gaming, no deposits, play straight from your wallet. IconBet, made by the players, for the players. Ion Icon is proudly supported by Icon Nation and the Icon community. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ion Icon. This is the episode, again, where we bring you the weekly news, market sentiment and anything going on. With me is the co-host himself, Icon Graffer. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, Hobbit Shelf. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I actually woke up and uh, first thing by default, checked the charts and we've had a bit of a run. Everything's had a bit of a run. It was like, ooh, <laughs> excited. Yeah, it's it's funny. There was, a, you know, I think over the, there was a, there was a series of day there, days there where you'd wake up, I'd wake up every morning and then just, you know, just see, oh, down another five cents, 10 cents, whatever, which, you know, isn't, isn't a big deal in the grand scheme of things. But uh, it is nice to where now I'm waking up and... Um, I'm I'm waking up with the expectation of of some green and I'm usually getting it so uh, certainly nice. I have noticed that I don't know what it is, but I'll wake up right as we're at the top of the day, and so I'll as I check the price in the morning more, I just see it go down and down. So um, I don't know if people on I don't know if pe- people on my side of the world are selling at that point in time or what it is, but uh, nonetheless, either way, it's good to see. You know the trend the trend for a few days was certainly going down. Uh, I'd say now it's going up. I don't know if that's going to last or anything like that. Uh, again, I'm not a chart expert or anything like that. Uh, we could end up just kind of hanging out in this zone for a while. Um, we'll see, but it's certainly nice to kind of, you know, not have not have days of plunging uh, several days after, several days in a row, or what feels like several days in a row. Yeah, agree. Look, and this is it. Uh, even the on-chain data, just looking through as part of our market sentiment, it, definitely everyone is expecting chop. And by that, they mean just a bit of up and down action, sideways action. Um, however, uh, even when they look in terms of the, the buy and the sell orders, you know, they're very much in that lower 30s and high 30s sell, obviously, and lower. Um, so given eight hours and we've seemed to push through and get to that major resistance point of 38,000, which everyone wants to creep over and then claim back 40. 40,000 obviously that's the best part isn't it it's like yes we just have to get 38,000 and run at 38,000 well we're not sure of it yet we just have to claw back 40,000 <laughs> it's it's never ending but um look the on-chain data is still showing um a bit of chop uh i know ta experts uh, crypto twitter is funny it is doom and gloom on there especially your ta experts are like oh we are going down to ten thousand. um well not that low eighteen thousand, twenty thousand. they just feel that is the way it's yeah, going even yeah i mean it's one of those things too where if it's if it's been going down then that then it's exactly. bearish and the expectation it goes down more and then if it's been going up it's everyone's you know even the Obviously, the, the the very the more emotional people have definitely have that sentiment. But even the you know the traders and the technical analysis and everything like that, it was you know I saw there was just you know even the most level headed quote unquote level headed people that I kind of occasionally follow uh, were just kind of you know having having breakdowns and mm. saying you know well see you in three years because you know the the bull market's over and everything like that. So you know I, everyone you know we kind of hear about the chop and everything like that, and it's kind of a uh, most people are talking about you know, the price of Bitcoin, which we've reasonably, you know, basically said, okay, if this, if this is what Bitcoin's doing, then this is what the whole market's doing. But at some point in time, you know, I don't think it's that controversial to say, you know, at some point in the future, I don't necessarily know if it's near future, uh, but certainly long-term, uh, you know, I think Bitcoin will play an important role in the market, but it won't be anywhere near what it is now. Um, and even, you know, there's even talk of, 
uh, ETH flippening Bitcoin, um, which I which I personally think is more likely than um, not, and I think could happen even this cycle based on uh, the way things are moving. That's kind of my my thought. I know a lot of people probably disagree with that, but nonetheless, I think there's a future where you know Bitcoin again plays an important role, but it doesn't necessarily you know dictate what the entire market's going to do and swing and everything like that. So as much as people fixate on okay, you know, oh, Bitcoin's just going to chop, and therefore you know all alts are going to chop for however long, uh, or the market as a whole is going to chop for however long. Um, you know, at a certain point, that's not going to be true anymore. Mm. Uh, and so I don't, again, I don't know if that's going to happen tomorrow uh, or if it will happen this cycle. But it is going to be something I'm kind of interested in um, keeping an eye on and everything like that. Uh, I, I, I listened to a podcast, uh, Odd Lots, which is kind of, which is from Bloomberg. And they interview a lot of financial people and they talk to someone who works at uh, one of the more larger online exchanges is kind of talking about how all that works. And I mean, the big issue right now is just, everyone who's taking out margin and leverage and everything like that it's all collateralized usually uh by bitcoin so if if bitcoin goes down they have to sell off a bunch of other coins to recollateralize uh, and everything like that and so i think that's the other part of it is just the, the market structure itself the infrastructure is so much very much built on bitcoin especially when it comes to leverage and everything like that that that's why you know it's not that people are sitting there on their computers saying oh bitcoin got, went down i got to sell my icx or mm. whatever other alt alt they have um, it's much more kind of institutional than that. So again, as the market matures and and um, you know as time moves on, that's going to become less of an issue, uh, as well as the fact that we're just going to see. I think you know I think the industry itself is going to grow potentially more than than Bitcoin just because just on, based on the nature of the fact that you know Bitcoin's been around a lot longer. Well, look, it's it's very interesting when you look at uh, compare timeframes. So, for example, and this was a good, uh, I found this very interesting, financial firms in 2017 during the peak uh, when they went around asking, you know, uh, finance uh, brokers, etc., Bitcoin, 17% of them uh, probably responded with either knowing or their clients, some of their clients asked. This time around, over 49% of the of the people they asked, interviewed, their clients have come up to them and started asking, "Have can we get exposure to Bitcoin? So, you know, every cycle we're seeing a huge shift from us being, when I say us, crypto being a niche to coming and becoming mainstream, which is, is extremely interesting. And and yes, uh, I can graph at the flip thing. I'm a big ETH fan as well. So, um, but look, I think the whole, I do think it may happen in terms of usability, obviously, um, rather than just, uh, store of value going from one person to another eth enables so much more but yeah who, who knows um there, there was a i mean there was a point where you know i think it was probably two or three weeks ago where i think eth had hit all-time high and, and bitcoin had come off its you know 70k peak or whatever it was i think it was in the mid 50s or something to where the, the eth market cap was only half of bitcoin so mm. all eth needed to do was essentially you know maybe bitcoin drops a little bit but eth goes on a little bit of a run and technically could have happened. So um, I think it's closer than people kind of realize, uh, especially if if the two prices continue to kind of converge, as, at least as they did temporarily. So we'll see. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the last points, uh, uh, just calling out, we have the big conference happening in Miami um, this week at the moment. In fact, it should be kicking off any any day now. And um, I know I know when the markets were tanking and, you know, there was, <laughs> it was quite a stressful time and I was getting involved in a lot of different um, glasses, node spaces, um, Twitter spaces, and they had quite a lot of people coming on. And they said that apparently in this conference, some of the 
the guests, the company, the sheer amount of companies attending this time is like never before. And we're talking big names. They wouldn't disclose, and um, but I'm led to believe a certain fruit company, etc. They are big names coming to the conference, and they're big announcements apparently planned. I'm not trying to hype this up or anything. This this is what this is the sentiment I got from all these conversations that um, you know in 2017 or in the last few bull runs, if if you, we'd heard of such companies attending events and and you know um uh, getting involved in the crypto community it would have been everyone would have gone bananas so uh, let's see what comes off this hopefully it should um we should start seeing a lot of news trickle out of that and maybe even that sentiment of the news shift we've seen you know india uh, there's it's no longer the supreme court have come out and said you know that they were using this particular thing as a that crypto has been banned in India, which was not the case. And and they've actually come out and said, no, you cannot use this. This is not what this order is actually saying. Um, So we've seen that sentiment shift in terms of narrative has really shifted over there. And we're seeing a lot of positive news again flow rather than um, negative news. So anyway, I think think what we're trying to say is we don't know. But these are the things we've observed in the market, and it's good to have a few green days and make us smile. Let's just hope we're not in that disbelief phase where, you know, that uh, I love how everyone shares that chart. Where are we? And everyone's at completely different ends of that chart from yeah. from it going, you know, um, early days to the bull run is over. So let's. it'll be interesting to see where we land. But um, I, I, I do know just even... This conference, you know, with the ETH, we've got that EIP 1559 coming into play in July, like literally a month away. And these are huge changes for the protocol, which will essentially be burning ETH. ETH will no longer be, um, uh, there'll be no more ETH just adding to the overall tally. If we see the amount of transactions happening on ETH, it will actually burn the total supply. Um, And the last and not least, and this is very important because because it, it all intertwines with all the crypto ecosystem is you know layer two layer two is pretty much in full force now one of the last aspects was um uh, the roll-ups uh, piece that needed to get launched and it is now live so they've got side chains and polygon matic xdi all this other stuff going on on ethereum and and now roll up zk roll ups that is live on main chain and we're, we're starting to see even uniswap has already kicked off development to migrate itself across into roll ups and um you know as all of these start to take effect you're still on eth1 it hasn't even moved to eth2 and they're able to process and do so much more activity without the insane fees that has been holding it back at the moment so like I, I still feel personally we're halfway through this real bull cycle because there's just uh, there's too much happening at the moment in terms of actual users using these protocols and it it impacting their real lives for the better. So it's not like before. Uh, I loved in 2017 this meme. You know, where you saw the white paper with the horse and it started um, so beautiful, perfect, and then it turned into a stick figure halfway through because that's what the ICOs were, all flash on a paper, no product. We're, we're at a different point. So let's hope that plays out, fingers crossed. Yeah, I think it, I think last time, you know, Ethereum's 
key use case was basically, you know, ICO funding for the most part. Um, obviously, there was some more ancillary stuff going on, but that seemed to be the, what was driving demand. Obviously, that wasn't going to be sustainable, but what we're finding now is, you know, what we're seeing now is obviously a lot more sustainable um, in terms of all the applications that are currently running on Ethereum. But enough about enough yeah. about other ecosystems. Uh, let's uh, get into the icon news. Um, we'll start uh, kind of. I would say as we always do, but certainly uh, it's becoming, we have a kind of our uh, a balanced section. Um, so the protocol did hit 1 million in fees hit. Uh, so obviously an important milestone, uh, just a little bit more than a month away. I should point out that, you know, when they, when they list the fees, it's, you know, a good chunk of that is in balanced dollars, which are obviously um, stable. Uh, also part of the fees comprise uh, SICX and the balance token itself. Obviously the price on those fluctuates. So, you know, there, there could have been theoretically a time where, you know, a couple of weeks ago, if the prices would have kept going up, we could have hit a million back then. So it's a little hard to measure. Um, and then that also goes for the total value lock just because the prices do fluctuate. Um, so it's not, you know, I think I think to some people they thought, oh, wow, the, the rate of, you know, the, our fees aren't growing as much as they were when we first started. Uh, but I should caveat that with the fact that, you know, our, the price of ICX uh, fell by uh, more than half. And the fact that the price of balance fell by a good amount as well, I would say, you know, it kind of, there's a point there where it was around 10 to 13 or so, and now it's more around five. So, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a moving metric, but nonetheless, still nice to, nice to see that $1 million number uh, up there. And they've, you know, uh, basically since they started, they've continually made little adjustments and tweaks and upgrades to the protocol. Uh, the most recent one is in the swap section uh, and that's been enhanced. So there's a few things you could do now. Uh, one of it, you know, you can just click to swap your full balance. You can also reverse the pair. So you can easily just interchange and say, you know, instead of trading BNUSD for balance, I want to trade balance for BNUSD, which is one click of a button. You can also gauge the price impact as far as the slippage is concerned. So if you're trading a huge stack of balance, uh, obviously it's going to move the price a bit more than if you just traded, you know, one or two. Uh, you can also uh, review the exchange rate and fee in advance just to get the full sense of what exactly you'll be, you'll be paying rather than getting asked for it, um, you know, right before you confirm the transaction. And then also you can slave, save the slippage tolerance value. So uh, as of, you know, before this was implemented, you, you would set your tolerance of what you would tolerate for slippage at you know two and a half percent or one percent or whatever it is to where if slippage was higher than that uh it wouldn't go through uh but every time you used it, it would just kind of default back to i think it was two and a half percent uh whereas now it'll save that value so moving forward on every trade you can just know that you know if you set it to one percent it'll always one percent until you uh, change it otherwise. So again, nothing, nothing earth shattering or, or ginormous, uh, but certainly just kind of another gradual improvement. I assume they probably got some feedback, uh, or maybe they'd plan to do this, uh, eventually, but hadn't just, you know, didn't think it was critical for launch, but either way, um, uh, certainly a step in, in the right direction. Uh, anything to add on that? Beth? Well, uh, I, you know, I never thought of the fees, um, aspect and the value. That's a real good call out. Why, one uh, other thing that I, I, I looked at and I thought this would be a good call out. There's a decent sum of SICX in that fee section. And the best part about that is it's staked. So those fees, that that portion of ICX is still earning its 11%, you know, um, staking rewards as well. So uh, I see a lot of people going, when are fees getting distributed? When are fees getting distributed? And the team is working on activating that. They always said two months po post-launch. So keep that in mind. But at the same time, these aren't just sitting there, nothing happening. Like the SICX is staked. It is earning staking rewards. And yeah, so... It's compounding every day, even though it's sitting in the Dow fund. It's fine. 
but but yeah, real good stuff, Siphon Grapher. Yeah. Um, and then another cool thing that happened uh, this week is there was kind of a coordinated, um, I would say, marketing impact or marketing push uh, between Balanced and the Band Protocol. Uh, the Band Protocol is an Oracle kind of, uh, you know, Chainlink, I think is the most prominent one, but Band is certainly uh, pretty up there as well. And it is what's utilized by Balanced. And I believe uh, Icon is kind of the default Oracle for other for icon itself um so basically they they were kind of laying out you know highlighting highlighting balanced itself highlighting the partnership and highlighting why it's going to be you know important moving forward to continue that um you know i think one of the things that caught we always kind of you know we always we're aware of this but whenever we see it you know it just kind of reminds us of how much potential is out there um just basically you know uh i'll, I'll quote from the quote from the, the medium article with the interoperability and cross-chain capabilities coming in B coming in BTP, which is obviously the blockchain transmission protocol, Balance could allow you to collateralize assets from other blockchains. This will decouple Balance success from the supply and value of ICX and make it easier for newcomers to adopt. Band oracles will be essential to maintain price accuracy for all new assets we support. So obviously, you know, if you're going to have, say, uh, once once BTP is implemented, have Ethereum come over to the I, you know the Icon chain and be used as collateral on balance down the road. Uh, you know, having a accurate uh, price of Ethereum is going to be important. Obviously, Band is going to serve as an important part of this. And obviously, you know, just just that sentence alone or that paragraph alone that I just read, um, you know, it just kind of shows that hey, right now. Right now, there's basically one asset on uh, balanced. It's you know, it's ICX. You know, I guess I guess balance token itself can be kind of an asset because you can utilize it um, as a you know in the in the as an LP along with BNUSD. But in terms of what you can use for collateral, it's just ICX um, and SICX, I guess technically as well. But uh, so you know, the the, the platform has been successful. I think by by most ways, people would have estimated success. Uh, just with that one kind of asset pair. So if you start tossing more in there, you start tossing Ethereum and, and tossing tokens uh, from other chains, you know, you can start to see a lot more people from those other chains hopping over to Icon just because whether it's the fees, whether it's the cross-chain, uh, whether it's the, the, the UI of balance, whether it's the APY of balance, you know, there could be a million different reasons why they'd want to do that. Um, all of a sudden, you have so much more activity and potential activity on balance itself, uh, which obviously helps with fees. Helps with the value of the balance token. Uh, you know, I think I think a lot of it's kind of self-explanatory, and, and you can kind of see where this is going. Um, but you know, it was nice to you know we've been hearing that from the balance team, but it was certainly nice to hear that from Band Protocol, which is you know a very very popular, um, I would say platform, but uh, project uh, Oracle okay. service. So you know, yeah, there's only yeah, a few yeah, of them: or, Chainlink, right. Band, Dai, and you know. So right. it, yeah, agree with you. It was great to see Band really. Um, give a bit of a different take uh, they both coordinated it but the band description was very much as if it was the first time anyone knew was looking yeah. that was what i loved about it as well go on am, am i right and they put out a they put out a tweet thread too kind of summarizing it as well and you know that was getting if i recall correctly you know hundreds of likes on those mm. uh so a lot of good exposure there and i think the other part they were they were focused on was talking about how um you know we we kind of know that additional synthetic assets that are tied to um, stocks or potentially other equities and things like that. Uh, eventually, it's it's the goal to have those on balanced. Uh, 
in that clubhouse chat that we posted on uh, our podcast feed a couple weeks ago or a week ago, uh, Scott had mentioned that kind of how they're trying to figure that out now. Uh, but that's another way where band can play a role because they can get price feeds for, you know, say it's Tesla stock or something like that uh, in order to make sure that the data is reliable, especially if it's being used for collateral and other things like that. So um, again, just more kind of, uh, you know, it was good to see another voice uh, promoting that out there and, and giving people a heads up as this is what uh, Balance will eventually be doing. And especially when you factor in the BTP um, aspects of it, you know, it's it's hard not to be really, really excited about the future of that platform. Agree. Look, I think um, one of the other pieces that people comment on at the moment, oh, Balance is very closed off. Yes, at the moment it is. I, I get it. You know, it's essentially just in that ecosystem. But even forget your centralized exchanges like the second BTP and we get these cross-chain assets, if they're used to back and mint, etc., they also, it's not a one-way streak, it's two ways. So all of a sudden we're connected to the other side of the ecosystem as well. And whatever the benefits are over there, we can use. So, uh, but again, this is what Balanced is, right? Balance was never about BNUSD. People sometimes get caught up or just look at what it's what's happening at the moment. Balanced enables so much, and we've always called this out. So it was a great, a great series of um, tweets. I especially like the balance side of it. Um, I mean, the um, ban protocol side of the tweets, because I felt it was very insightful for the first time uh, person looking at it. And, and on the flip side, you know, originally before everything kicked off there was a series of announcements said we're, we're trying to work with Chainlink and band but you probably noticed Chainlink vanished off off the face we never mentioned icon never mentioned that that partnership kept going later on it came to light that essentially we never heard much from Chainlink so band were uh, overly accommodating and this is where that strategic partnership has formed and and we've run with it and I, and I feel when I look at both it's kind of benefiting both it's benefiting band because they're gaining more adoption more more chains are using you know their oracle services etc and it's benefiting icon because it's giving us an entire user base a new user base you know that that realizes oh wait there's actually you know some real nice dapps on icon that are extremely usable rather than need a you know scientist to kind of figure it out so it, it's it's great to see it was it was really good yeah totally then the next one, so now it's not always great news. So in this one, Epics, so we, we've had Enblaze on for our first guest, had him on again, very excited uh, for the launch of his um, their dApps, multiple dApps that are going to be launching their games. Now, it has been delayed a little bit, and it is due to the score review. Now... If, if you remember, even in the last podcast with uh, Geo and Polo, you know, there's a process in Icon 1 where essentially when the contracts are done, everything's done, they need to get sent to, before it used to be the foundation, but now a uh, P-Rep, Sapin 3, they've taken it over. Um, they need to get reviewed before it gets published, etc. So... And, and you know what? This is what I love about Enblaze. Like he's very much always, even through our interviews, always said every part of this process he's learning because he was never a dev or anything. He's just had this idea, taught himself, assembled a team, got help from Scott and various teams across to, to help him deliver some his honors dream. And then every part of the way he's faced hurdles, and he has, that's fine. And this was his last hurdle he's faced where... 
didn't realize the process and the length of the process, how long this could take to get done. Um, uh, and But he was very upfront about it. Straight away, he encountered it, published it to the whole community. Yeah, it sucks, but this is what's really happening. And as soon as it's ready, we'll be ready to launch. So, look, it's 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 fine. And you know what? The community's been great. It's very interesting, isn't it? As soon as as stuff is transpiring, if you're very open and transparent with the community, majority of them react in a very positive way. They're like, yep, okay, this makes sense. Appreciate it. Yeah, it sucks we're late again. Oh, well, but at least we know what's going on. Um, so kudos. Looking forward to it. Should be soon. Let's not get caught up. But any in a few weeks, this will be out. Everything will be as per normal but on the flip side that hasn't stopped him from his appearances so i know he did an ama um with icon penis and um on the actual telegram group for uh icon the whole ecosystem so it's got quite a lot of people on there and be sure i know they've published an article as well so we'll try to hunt that down and put it in the show notes but definitely if you want more insights check that out yeah, I think, you know, this is something that every team goes through. You know, I think even Balanced, when they first launched, they had a couple of issues with their code. Uh, so they would say, you know, it's fixed, but we got to wait a few hours for the, you know, for it to get reviewed uh, to get to, for the score to actually become live. Obviously, in that case, it was probably just a small little adjustment that didn't take long at all. Um, Blaze is, I don't, I don't know if he said this or if he implied it or if I jumped to it myself, but as far as the contracts for uh epics i think are probably some of the more complicated as far as uh, any other dap that's come up thus far just because there's so many uh different moving parts and also the fact that there's four different games so it's almost like kind of like you said four daps in one uh at the very least so i imagine there's a lot to go through there um and so yeah you know i think uh it's one of those things where you it's not a normal situation in most development situations you when your code's ready you post it on your website or whatever you're doing uh and it can go live whereas in this case it needs a kind of a third party to review it the good news is that uh well hey i guess two pieces of good news is you know it's it's certainly nice that there's another set of eyes taking a look at it just to make sure you know nothing's going to go horribly wrong uh, not that i assumed it would but you know it's it's always good to have that kind of second set of eyes but also uh my understanding is that once icon 2.0 comes out this uh step will no longer be necessary it's not entirely clear um, why from from my standpoint just in terms of a technology standpoint but uh that's what i've that's what my understanding is so that'll certainly make things easier in the future uh if someone needs to fix you know if there's a bug or something that needs to get fixed it can get fixed uh much quicker than currently the the current system uh, i think allows. Uh... Yeah, you're right, Icon Graphic. In Icon 2.0, it won't work the same way. So th- this process, I think, is being removed. It's it's just a Icon 1 kind of thing that was built into the protocol. Yeah. Um, so uh, Utrade, uh, which uh, I think a good amount of community is familiar with, uh, it's by the Unify Protocol. It's kind of the it was kind of the first AMM um, on Icon. It's still up and running. Uh, I'd say, you know, uh, people have used it to trade uh, ICX for TAP, probably most prominently. Uh, also, you can, I used it a lot uh, to buy Seed kind of back in the day when Seed first launched. Uh, so they're coming out with a pretty significant upgrade. They're calling it version two. Um, they put out a whole Medium article that takes probably, I don't know, five to seven minutes to read because there's a lot of stuff in there. Um, I haven't had time to fully grasp my head around a lot of it, uh, especially as far as kind of the more development stuff is concerned. Um, but it certainly looks pretty um, uh, exciting on the surface. I think I'll, 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 there's a few things I flagged uh, that I found pretty exciting. First is uh, all, you know, the, all, it, 
if you want to provide liquidity, usually you'd have to provide a certain amount of, of two sides, right? So if you wanted to provide, say, ICX and TAP, you would need to provide, uh, uh, you know, $500 worth of ICX and $500 worth of TAP. In this case, they've allowed it to where all you have to do is deposit one side of it. So, you know, if you have uh, 100,000 TAP, all you have to do is deposit it and you are good to go. Now, what does happen behind the scenes is they essentially sell half of that uh, and automatically kind of pick up the other side and then deposit both. So at the end of the day, it still works the same functionally, but in terms of the steps you have to take, um, you know, it's it's a kind of a, an easier way to do that. Uh, another one is users can add new listings. So right now it has to go through the kind of the, the Unify uh, protocol team in order for them to kind of either either do it themselves or approve it or whatever, whatever the steps are. Uh, that will no longer be the case. It'll be more like Uniswap where users can add pairs uh, just kind of based on whatever they think people will provide liquidity for. Uh, so, you know, once, that, once that's available, it'll be nice because rather than having to sit around and wait for, say, uh, you know, a, a BNUSD slash, um, you know, tap pair or something like that, uh, we can actually get it. Uh, if there's enough people who are willing to provide liquidity, uh, we can get that pair basically up and launched as soon as someone decides. There's also going to be a brand new interface, uh, which looks pretty slick. It doesn't look too dramatically different, at least on the kind of the screenshot I saw. It does have a dark mode, which is kind of cool for some people. Um, but nonetheless, you know, it's always nice when there's a UI upgrade that comes with these things. And another one that I, I called out was, uh, you know, there was a kind of a section on paving the way for cross-chain functionality. I think, you know, one of the things that it kind of works right now is there's a way you can trade essentially, you know, ICX for Tron. What you have to do is though is you have to trade ICX for the Icon Seed, and then swap you know Icon Seed for Tron Seed, and then buy Tron with the Tron Seed. Hopefully that made sense. And if you've gone through this process, it certainly made sense. They've they've alluded to the fact that this eventually will be built in behind the scenes, so you don't have to necessarily do that seed swap, uh, just because seed is worth one to one. So it'll essentially be done behind the scenes, which will allow kind of you to through seed, but as far as you being able to see it, it looks like you can basically trade, uh, you know, ICX for Tron uh, kind of right, you know, just in kind of one click. So um, that that's kind of how I interpret that section. Uh, and then there's a whole lot more there. Uh, so I certainly encourage you to read it, especially if you're more um, tech minded, because it does seem like it opens up some potential doors. But uh, nonetheless, something that I think is, is nice, it'll add some more functionality and some more um, ability to exchange assets on ICON, uh, as well as with other, you know, other chains that are on the uh, U-Trade, U-Trade Unify protocol. Yeah, it, w- it was a it was a huge article. I actually read through it, and um, one thing, you know, as soon as I read through it, the first thing that was on my mind is, well, okay, we know that they're on seven or eight chains already, so how's this going to work? Are they updating the protocol on all the chains? Now, I did do a bit of digging on this icon grapher, and um, I can confirm that uh, there will be individual chains upgraded. So first will be the Binance Smart Chain, and then they'll start going through the chain. So it won't each chain won't have different functionality the you know that's why it's got unify it's unified <laughs> so um but icon will be a little bit later uh given uh, i suspect icon 2.0 etc a few things playing a part there but um binance smart chain will be the first one they launch and and these are much needed changes uh, one of probably the biggest restrictions and and i have shared a bit of my um grievances with this even even right now i can grapher when you were saying the idea of liquidity you know uh, let's let's be very clear like 
on Ethereum on Uniswap, I could put one balance token and something to match that on the other side and kick off the pair. <laughs> yeah, there would be insane slippage, but it doesn't matter. It is my right or whatever. I can I can just do it. You know, the fact that we can't do that on the current ecosystem is is I feel a challenge. Uh, so it will be great. It, cer- it certainly has its it certainly has its downsides, but it has plenty of upsides too. Exactly. Um, you know, it's and it's been it's been. Um, uh, maliciously, I won't say maliciously done, but certainly maliciously exploited as far as some of these uh, newer, uh, you know, someone will, someone will spin up a random token and then, you know, go provide liquidity. And that's how you hear about rug pulls and everything like that. So mm-hmm. you, you certainly want to be cautious when you're dealing with these things and, and you should be trading, uh, you know, ideally assets that are well-trusted and well-established. You know, it's it's fairly easy for someone to spin up a random token on, on Icon. You can go look at the token list and there's far more tokens on there than, you probably think in the back of your mind as far as the ones we're kind of familiar with. Uh, so anyone go out there and, you know, create, uh, you know, create whatever token they want, toss some liquidity in there and kind of begin trading. Even if at the end of the day, that, that coin they created is essentially worthless. So, uh, you know, you should really only uh, ideally only trade in, in assets and ideally where there's good liquidity um, assets that are trusted and, and ones you're familiar with, like, you know, balanced or tap, uh, or I am, or any of the other ones that have have been around and had a, a strong history and and some strong backing. Totally. Anyway, you shouldn't be going after tokens you've never heard of just because they're on an AMM. <laughs> yeah, that is the quickest way to lose all your money. Um, right. Yeah. No. Good. Good. Okay. What else do we have, Icon Uh So almost, you know, I think probably uh, an hour or two right before we were about to record this, uh, Icon put out its development update for May, uh, which uh, we were expecting just because they do that at the beginning of every month. Um, so I, I think there were kind of three key takeaways from it. You know, these aren't usually super long. They're pretty quick and just kind of, hey, here's what's going on. Uh, so, you know, I always get excited reading them, but by the time I'm, you know, most excited, that's when it usually ends. Uh, so that's certainly a bummer. But uh, they did mention, you know, icon, they mentioned the Icon 2.0 data migration, which we are already kind of aware of, uh, and said that they're still on track to get it out uh, within the coming months. I don't know if that necessarily means two months or four months or what. Um, certainly, you know, we're hoping it's as soon as possible, but at the same time, we want to make sure it gets done right and everything like that. You know, I think there's a lot of people getting impatient about 2.0 just because, again, there's, I think I've mentioned this before, but there's a kind of a belief that, uh, you know, with 2.0, all of a sudden, as soon as it launches, everyone's going to get really excited and the price is going to go up and everything like that, uh, where it's a lot, it's not quite like that. It's it's almost like a very much behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, having talked to developers, you know, they're, they're excited about it just in terms of some of the random, I'll say random, but some of the, the more nuanced functionality creates the way that makes their lives easier. Uh, so it's certainly an important milestone to, to complete. Uh, but I'm not sitting there, you know, hinging, hinging all my hopes and dreams on, you know, this, this getting launched this month or next month or, or whatever it might be, but it does seem like the team's optimistic uh, that things are, are moving in the right direction. Uh, they've also mentioned that they've added several new hires uh, in recent weeks, which again, I think Min has alluded to, I think Scott as well uh, put out a tweet about that. Um, and they're also working, uh, engaging with more third-party development teams uh, on core components for the ecosystem, and they're looking for more uh, to partner with as well uh, to further expand kind of the developer ecosystem, which is important just from a sense of you know whether it's getting more dApps built or enhancing current dApps or you know just whatever else. We just at the end of the day, we need more builders. And also, you know, they had announced. Uh, 
probably two months ago now, I think something like that, that, you know, they, one of the chains uh, they'd be connecting with via BTP would be uh, Polkadot via some of the pair chains. We hadn't really heard a whole lot of updates or any update um, since then. Uh, we all kind of assumed it was moving in the right direction, but they did mention uh, that there are about, as far as those contracts are, con- are concerned, uh, they're more than 70% completed. So um, I don't know if that the contracts they're referencing are kind of the end all be all. I don't think it necessarily is, but nonetheless, uh, things are moving in the right direction and they will be uh, continuing uh, implementation of those contracts. And, and the other uh, key takeaway is that they, again, again, we kind of already knew this, but they alluded to the fact that there would be more chains that they'll be connecting with that'll be uh, announced relatively soon. So um, I'm certainly excited to see more of those and kind of keep, keep the momentum going and, and know what else is going to be out there. Obviously, you know, Scott, uh, a little while back mentioned the ambitious goal of trying to be the most interconnected chain uh, by the end of the year. So, uh, you know, keep, keep pace with that. We'll certainly need to hear some more announcements and I expect that will happen fairly soon. Yeah, look, great, great coverage. And, and you know, I can graph it to give a bit of uh, perspective as well. You made a comment around the actively trying to, the devs and are engaging and trying to do stuff around the ecosystem. So I'll give a real example of that coming to light over here. As you know, in the background, you and me have been talking about kicking off a devs corner for for IF Icon, um, Ion Icon, not off Icon. But you know, the goal of the devs corner uh, that we were thinking about doing is is not for our mainstream audience. It was around the dev community that currently exists. If we could get them to start. Um, talking through different topics, maybe environment setup, whatever it may be, they screen share and and create this kind of to encourage um, either new devs that are joining the ecosystem or glancing into Icon, how they can get started. Now, I floated this idea into the dev community and I will give you the response in Icon Graph. I haven't even told you this, but... Oh, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, exclusive (laughs) in terms of not only did the devs jump on and love this idea... But two, I actually had DMs come through from Icon, devs who work for Icon, saying, what can we do to help you bring this initiative to light? You have our full support. And and this is not just one message, many messages and checking in on me. And, and even when I asked, started asking questions about Icon 2.0, they went and came back to me with info and gave me a bit more insights, etc. So uh, I thought the fact that you called this out... Uh, I wanted to make this call out as well because uh, you, people don't see that. People think, oh, you're just not hearing anything. That's just not the case, you know. Very much when, when we're starting to see community members and stuff take a bit of initiative, um, you get a lot of people get in touch with you in the right places to help you and make sure that you have the support you need. And this is what I found with this experience. So um, not just from Icon. I've had devs who've just started you know, who've, who've been fans of Ion Icon, Icon Grapher, and, you know, they've reached out and said, how can we get started? And I've thrown them into the dev chat. They've actually reached out and said, um, I have gone back to them and asked them, what would you like to see from this? And they've said, oh, we would love, and given me a whole list of topics. I'm like, this is brilliant. So, you know, uh, it's great to have Icon supporting it in the background. And if, if they even went as far as to say, if you don't have people to lead that, you know, screen share recording conversation, let us know. We'll try to find someone to help with that as well. So great. Loving that kind of enthusiasm coming straight from the foundation themselves as well. So 
Yeah, and and this intertwines. I mean, I haven't really even talked about this dev update, but you know, even though they're busy with Icon two point when they're seeing initiatives, they're 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 getting in touch to see if they can give a lending hand in any way to help it move. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited. I'm glad. I didn't know this dev update had come out. I've just woken up and started recording this news <laughs> section, and um, it was great to see how um, the contracts and stuff are being built out on the um, chains we're meant to be connected to. So we're getting close. Exciting times. Then we have our... So the next bit of news, Icon, Phi. So we we just saw a tweet from them saying that they're going to be closing off the pre-registered icon fire 20 percent apy so they had a promotion going if you registered early uh, before the app launched you would get a 20 percent um rate on your deposits for eth uh die oh wait what whichever coins were supported uh, you know so much happens i forget but um it's been over now six months and they've just called out that it is about to end because it's a six month old event and but on the flip side they have said that it'll be followed by an announcement of a new event so they'll kick off some other kind of promotion uh to to hopefully engage users now i, I must say um, I qualified for that and never used it. I'm, I'm very annoyed at myself. Um, but it was a great way to, to entice new users. Yeah, absolutely. And, it you know, it seems like uh, there's still, you know, still highly rated uh, application. Seems like it's growing. Uh, seems like everyone's happy with it. So, again, another, another nice way, um, you know, it's just been a, a nice little uh, bridge into the Icon ecosystem for a lot of people who, you know, might not have necessarily found it organically, uh, but because they're offering... Uh, a just the you know the, the nice interface and everything like that, but also obviously these uh, good you know strong yields uh, that's certainly helping bring people in. Agree. Okay, I think that's that's the icon news we have. We always feel iconographer <clears throat> there isn't much, but then once we start talking and you know uh, go through the little bits and pieces, it turns out to be a fair fair amount of news. So that's great. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, for those who didn't listen, we did a interview with the uh, icon asset management team, which was released uh, over the weekend. So within like I think a day or two ago, uh, you know, I, it's a it's a project that I've followed since it came along. You know, I don't you know I'll check up on it every once in a while. I had thought I had a pretty good understanding standing of it um and have been you know pretty uh bullish on it uh but after that interview even i even i learned a good deal um and even more excited for the future of it uh they seem to have a kind of a good a good strategy and a good approach and a good way to provide a lot of value for their token holders so um certainly give that one uh, a listen and also uh kind of as a, as a preview we'll be um releasing a interview uh with the team from omm uh this i believe this coming weekend so uh you'll certainly want to give that one a listen and keep an eye out for that one because uh, i know there's a lot of anticipation building around uh omm i guess ohm is the correct way to say it uh <laughs> so certainly you'll certainly keep an eye out for that and uh give it a listen yes look i'm very excited about that and you know one of the reasons uh, and i will call it out is we delayed the interview together it was a decision because we wanted to get the the community wanted to know about bridge and how usdb and all that would work and that's the information we wanted to get out of the interview so we actually got Dakey coming on soon and we're, we're going to get all the details around that so very excited then to get that to everyone and as as usual if you like our content please like subscribe share it and to icon point the im interview 
even I learned a lot. And, and there were so many insights just around even building on Icon. There were so many different things they touched on. Uh, really encourage if you haven't listened to it, give it a listen because it is all... It is all about supporting the Icon ecosystem and, and they're doing some good work there. Icon Grapher, you know what we did not cover and it's just dawned on me as in the closing minutes, we have not touched on Brian's tweets around the Rhizome Dow and all the news on our own front. We've just forgotten all about Rhizome <laughs> and delivered all the rest of the Icon news. But look, I, I think we'll do a bit of a segment um, and we'll deep dive. We'll get Brian on the show and, and kind of get him to share the vision of the Rhizome DAO and what he's envisioning and how it will help all iconists. Yeah, we have, uh, I think we have, we almost have too much going on in, in all the good, in all the good senses. Uh, so where it's even, it's hard enough to keep track of icon stuff, but it's uh, almost equally as hard to keep track of all the Rhizome stuff. So <laughs> uh, certainly a good problem to have. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Great. Okay, everyone, uh, tune in next time. And definitely, if you've missed the couple of interviews, Parrot9, IAM, jump on, listen. They are they are great. And this is not just us promoting our own show. They're actually insightful and you learn a lot about uh, their, their nature of their work and the Icon ecosystem. So definitely give it a listen. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Take care.